0: And welcome to a midweek edition of the Rangers Rundown. I am Hayden, joined tonight by Mike. Hey now. And we are missing Max, uh, which is why I'm the one that you hear first tonight. But. Um,
1: yeah, I Albert, think Max is. He's too torn up over uh, Pujols being gone. He just couldn't get himself together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, one week later, still in deep grief about. Yes. The, the ultimate conclusion of the fall of Albert Pujols. Do you just want to jump right into that there? Sure. Okay. So you have a I mean just tell us what happened from your from your perspective.
1: <laughs> so the most I can gather is he was told by Madden he was going to be starting, I think it was last Wednesday. And then it seems that ownership, you know, I don't know if that's the GM or even higher above told Madden that no, Pujols needed to sit, um, and what's what's funny is it was reported that things got really heated between Pujols and management. And you want to say management okay. I, it, loosely, but Madden said that's not how he recalls it at all. He okay. said he he didn't lose his cool, so the whole thing is very strange. It's a lot of a he said he said, okay. but before you know it, it just comes out. Hey, the angels are releasing Albert Pujols later today, and he was gone, and there was there was no speech, there was no press conference. He just disappeared into thin air, and, and I, I just, it's just shocking to me for someone of that stature. And we can talk about, and we will talk about his failings as an angel. But this is a first ballot Hall of Famer, six hundred and seventy something home runs. This is a guy that needs to be celebrated. I can tell there are a lot of other players and ex-players that are shocked. Beltray yeah. was one of those that spoke out. It's just you don't let a guy that's bigger than the game like him just just go away. Yeah, it's just. And I, of course, it's the Angels, and we know their failings in the past, and there are plenty. And so I kind of tend to lean towards. This is more their fault than Albert's. That cooler heads could have prevailed. They could have figured out a way to let him do his his uh, farewell tour, get his mm-hmm. gifts at every ballpark, whatever. Or they could allow Albert to do like Griffey uh, did, like we talked about before we started recording. That he said, "Hey, I'm not a major league player anymore. I'm going to hang it up." Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways it could have gone. I just don't recall this ever happening to someone this big in the game, in any sport.
0: Yeah, well, it, it's everything that is surrounding Pujols is is quite interesting from his years in St. Louis and being possibly the best hitter we've ever seen uh, and that's ever played, certainly in the top five of that category. Um, you know, three MVP awards, finishing second three other times, uh, rookie of the year, two World Series rings. Uh, leading the league in home runs sometimes, leading the league in uh, runs scored sometimes, which I didn't recognize that he did that five times, Um, you know, to to signing a mega contract. I mean, when he signed with L.A., he was 32, um, which is not... (laughs) Thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Which is not young, you know, but it's also, I mean... You're still. Ex- I mean, how old is Anthony Rendon right now? And they just signed him to, uh, to a to long term deal, you know. But there's a lot of productive, you know, l- early to mid 30s players. And somebody built like Pool Holes who was coming off, you know, his uh, relatively his quote unquote worst season as a. Actually, you know what? According to OPS plus, it was his worst season as a uh, as a Cardinal. He in in 2011, he had an OPS plus of 148. That was his worst season. Oof. and so he's coming off of that and you think there's no reason that he's going to fall off a cliff and and he sure t- I mean he did 138 his first year with LA then 116 126 118 113 and then in 2017 is when it got real real bad at 80 91 90 and then 77 up to 71 this year I mean it's just I know that father time is undefeated and it comes for us all but it's om- <sighs> I mean, to be so uh, – even Beltre did it, it. Did avoid this, you know, and, and that's something that we talked about at length, you know, in previous years is, is Beltre, we at least had we, – we were spared the collapse of Adrian Beltre, right? I mean, he, he probably could have kept playing. He probably could have put up, you know, an 80 OPS plus easily, you know. Um, yeah, but he
1: beat, talked about that last ran. year. It took everything to get him out there on that field. I mean – Yeah, yeah. It's just like Dirk. Dirk had to go through, oh yeah, so much prep just to be able to play in a game that last year. Mm-hmm. It, it, you don't you don't see what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah it was it was definitely time for Beltray, but he did it on his own terms.
0: Right, exactly, and and so I mean, not to, to belabor your point, I'm just giving like a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, just kind of stunningness to this is is just man. This is a dude who and and almost enough sam- plate appearances to qualify as a as an actual sample size he has at 92 plate appearances um, and it's almost identical to what he did last year so there's that he was batting 198 uh, had hit zero ho- no sorry hit five home runs i mean he was j- it's just it's bizarre you know and and i uh, i guess we could have seen this coming honestly i mean I, it, he's in his last year of his contract he's dead money already uh, I, I, I kind of push back against against your kind of the the angels completely wrong the legend of the game I mean what are they supposed to do I, I, I think I, the angels definitely don't deserve the benefit of the doubt but I mean this is a guy that is unplayable he he's provides negative value in the batters box uh, at first base on the bases and for like 30 million dollars i recognize that that is money that they still have to pay him you know it's not like they get a discount because they cut him but i I mean you you were talking and we can get into this later when we want to talk about the rangers but you know talking about the culture change that that ikf uh, alluded to in an interview Mm -hmm. and we we kind of went back and forth on that and that's kind of interesting for various reasons that we'll get into later but one of the things that you brought up is well maybe it's a better culture because Uh, you know, two negative players of Andrews and Odor are not in the lineup every day and it kind of feels a little bit more like you get to play if you're good and and we're running the best team out there and we're trying to win every day and not trying to just like massage egos, you know, so I I do wonder if this would have a net positive effect for the Angels. Now, of course, Pujols is way more of a legend than Odor and Elvis will ever be Um, so I can see a lot of the guys in the clubhouse you know, wanting to come to his you know side or 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 you know be angry about it on his behalf but he's been bad and well baseball teams are supposed to try to be good well uh,
1: part of the problem that i have is that you say what, what were the angels supposed to do well they're in last place it's not like they're contending for the division lead they're they're i'm not, I'm not gonna say they're already out of it but they're a week later playing without pool holes, and you know what? They're still in last place. So, I mean, a last place team it is, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. The, but you get my point. But I'm just saying that you could give him enough time to keep him happy on a last place team. He's not, he's not the reason that you're not going to the World Series this year. That's probably fair so
0: yeah I mean I, I would really be interested as, as I'm sure everybody would be as to how did we get to this point you know because if they did you know go to him and say hey man this you you want to go spend time with your kids or run your charity better or whatever but you have to you know you can't retire because you don't get your money we get that um, why don't we just go, ha- go ahead and like do a thing where you get to do a press conference or a little tour you know for another month and we know this is the last month of Pujols right and if he pushed back against that and says screw you I'm still Albert Pujols and you don't tell me when I'm done right I mean at that point there is no there is no gracefully graceful way to end it other than it being at the end of 162 and if if management has decided that you can't have him for 162 then there's only one way that you'll get that result but yeah I mean it's just crazy um you know, who, I, I, I remember waking up and seeing the no- notification on my phone that the Angels had signed pool holes. And I just knew that that was, you know, that was in 2012, the offseason after the um, Rangers went to back-to-back World Series. And, uh, okay, the Angels are coming for us. You know, they're, I mean, pool holes, are you kidding me? How are we ever going to survive the Angels getting pool holes for the next decade? I mean, that's such such a ballsy move, you know. And, gosh, did that fizzle out. It's just It's just was a bizarre. Nobody saw this whole thing coming.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they went and got um, CJ, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: then a year later they got Josh Hamilton.
0: Yep, and
1: and both those guys fizzled out. Just it's a wasteland. Now, one thing I'm curious about, I'm a little surprised that there's not a single team in baseball that didn't go. We suck anyway. We could trot pool holes out there. We could sell some jerseys. We could sell some tickets. And all we have to do is pay him the minimum. Are you surprised that nobody has, has even taken a flyer on him? Or maybe, I mean, maybe is it still ongoing? How long? What's the waiver period? 10 days? Or
0: I believe it's 10 days. So I don't think that we've passed that yet. No,
1: we haven't. Um, we haven't. It'll be over the weekend, I guess, probably around Saturday or Sunday. But... I would take a small market team. That's that's like I said. Let's go in nowhere, Miami. You know, um, Miami. <laughs> just anywhere. It's just kind of funny. I mean,
0: I, I mean it, it is, but this, uh, it's just. I I don't I I don't. I mean, the teams that are bad are not going to want to waste. I mean, assuming that a team has somebody to play at first base or DH. You know, it, uh, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be your number one prospect. If you have a guy that you want to figure out if he's a player or not, you know, think of Nate Lowe type or Ronald Guzman or I don't know uh, Nick Silek or just some guy like who's that kind of level of prospect where you're like, well, we just need to give him a full season of at bats and see who he is. I mean, you don't want to unseat that guy just to, you know, be <laughs> get your name on Albert Pujols's. Uh, plaque in Cooperstown you know oh yeah he did he did play 40 games for the Pirates you know right yeah I I just
1: well but you know these are COVID times and outside of Texas they're not they're not selling out the stadiums so there's a lot of owners that are hurting and they could see the dollar signs that that Pujols could possibly bring could be I I just just, I'm just surprised that no one's done it It just he seems like the, per- the perfect circus freak to just trot out there just to, you know, <laughs> look at who we got.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just kind of like a monkey's paw situation. You know, put him on the on, you know, the, the Cubs or something like that where, you know, I mean, I don't mean that because like they should displace Rizzo or anything silly like that, but just because, you know, for how long he just completely obliterated the National League and how many fans right. like, man, I wish we had pool holes. And then, you know, 2021, you get your job at just. Oh, man, I'm looking at this here. He started the year with uh, 100 career wins above replacement, and he is now under that because he's been bad. (laughs) Oof. Oh. Man, okay. Uh, And I guess a fun note, too, that I want to shed light on is – for all the greatness of uh, Albert Pujols with his home runs, MVPs, all that kind of stuff, uh, he is the all-time major league leader in grounding into double plays—four uh, <laughs> hundred and three times.
1: Yeah, well, Nolan Ryan probably leads in walks. You know, I mean, yeah, so, <laughs> some of that comes with longevity. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just not very often that you see a gold square on somebody's baseball reference page. That usually means you've been either really good or really bad. Let's see. Nolan Ryan is the career is the all-time leader in walks and strikeouts, of course, and also uh no hits hitters. Per nine innings. <laughs> no hitters, of course. But yeah, he only allowed 6.6 hit uh hits per 9, which is best of all time over his wow. 7 years. Yeah.
1: Wow. The more you know. The more you know. So there is a, another team that we can talk about. Yeah. That would be your Texas Rangers.
0: Your fourth place Texas Rangers. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think that we should just get rid of interleague play. What do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, it's not gone well. Also, especially especially if we're still going to do the whole, hey, so since you're in a National League park, guess what? Jordan Lyles gets to hit. Why? Why? I know. I know. <laughs> Dunning. I- you haven't swung a bat since you were in little league. Uh, here you go. Go ahead and like, you know, take a crack at major league pitching in twenty twenty one. Everything is ninety five and moves a foot. Good luck.
1: It's so funny. I am, you know, I am an old man and I am a purist. I, I balk at change right. constantly, but I really hate the pitcher, the pitcher hitting. I just the designated hitter is one of the best ideas that baseball came up with it's just so boring to watch a pitcher just go up there and just oh there's a strike there's a strike there's a strike okay i'm going to go sit down now yep. it's just dumb
0: and and you know i think about the way that the you know the lineups have been constructed is for the, uh, what what woodward has been doing i noticed lately is kind of using that bottom of the order as a reset Uh, kind of using the number nine hitter as a second leadoff man Mm -hmm. Um, which you know I'm not here to say that's a genius idea or not but either way he's trying to implement some strategy and make the lineup more effective and when you just when you literally put uh, a useless like human being in the box it just it takes all of that strategy away you go you have to plan around an automatic out which is I mean what are we, you should only have an automatic out in like beer league softball when you don't have enough players to play and that's the only time it should happen but we're we are playing with a de facto automatic out in major league baseball games in 2021 and I don't understand why
1: it makes no sense yeah it really doesn't
0: yeah so i mean so we we've been bad against the national league uh, to be fair those are good teams yes uh, the giants which are who are now uh, 22 and 14 which is, uh, I believe, the best. Oh, they're tied with Boston for the best record in baseball. Um, I mean, we kind of hung with them. I didn't get to watch any of the games uh, because of late night and then early afternoon. But um, I, saw, most, I saw I saw most, most of last night. Miles, but you they know, were it seemed like they it, were in it. Gibson showed yeah. up and 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 the bats were there as much as they could be. And you know, obviously, playing in in San Francisco is going to mean not a whole lot of offense, but. Coming off of uh, a great series against uh, Seattle, and before that was the Angels, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's just the two games within 24 hours in San Francisco. Those didn't happen. Forget about it. It's a National League. Those were exhibition. Those were just those were just uh, for fun. And uh, with that with that established, the team's looking really good. Um, a lot better than I than I think we all kind of anticipated. And we're kind of, you know, we're we're approaching mid-May, and I, even though even though I'm a pretty big optimist, um, and you know, yeah, our guys are the best. Nick Solak is next, Michael Young, whatever. Um, darn it, like they're they're looking pretty good, like objectively good. Um, like that could be the new actually good is like take all of the emotion out of it, objectively good. Uh, Nate Low, WRC plus of 145, objectively good 147 for Willie Calhoun. Like this is fun. One fifty-six for Adolis the Fever Dream Garcia. Um, pitching's been good. Dane Dunning, Gibson, Kennedy, Spores, like, cool. <laughs> I, I'm invested. This is. Oh yeah. I haven't, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, you know, been on Twitter for for the Rangers in like two years. I haven't like looked at the lineup before the game started in like two years because it's just been so difficult to get up and and care about the team truthfully you know you just kind of watch us lose and go well this stinks you know I wish that Elvis was better uh, and now it's it's pretty exciting I mean even even in losses you know they're you know IKF is out there leading the way and and playing with a lot of fire, and and Garcia, of course, is just having the most fun I've ever seen anybody have. I'm so happy for him. Oh yeah, uh, you know it. Not so not you know wins and losses are you know we'll we'll see how it shakes out. This team probably isn't going to the playoffs. I don't think this team is probably not going to finish 500. I don't think, but. But they're also they're not going to lose a hundred games. They're, oh, not, not even lose, close. They might not lose ninety games, you know. And so we're going to be hovering around probably at September, and we'll be saying, hey, if we can only you know go fifteen and five, then we'll be in the playoffs. And we probably won't do that. And we'll go well. Hey, look, it was a great year for Willie and Solak and everybody else. Um, it's but it, all the wins and losses aside, like this is a fun team to watch. Yeah. Uh, Starting pitching is actually hanging in there, you know, giving us innings, um, getting strikeouts. Uh, Dane Dunning has been striking out the world through 10 strikeouts his last start, um, and he was supposed to be a guy that's not going to overpower people. He leads the, the team in pitcher war right now at 1.2. Nice. Um, yeah, everybody's just having fun. They're running bases. Nate Lowe keeps either hitting the ball 450 feet or just slapping singles to the opposite way which is super fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gallo, Gallo's hitting bombs again. Uh, Willie's having fun, looks comfortable. It's just like, it feels nice, man. It For all the times, and, and, you know, I'm sure it'll come back to bite us, and we might, you know, eat crow later. But darn it, this team is, this is our team, and, and I'm happy about that.
1: Well, here's some, here's some quick numbers for you, because, you know, you look at last year when, they had the second worst record in baseball, and here they are hovering around 500. And I, I looked at this, I guess, yesterday before last night's game, because they were 500 when I looked this up. There were 11 teams with worse records than the Rangers. Wow! And there were two other teams, two other teams at 500. So the Rangers were tied for 17th best record in baseball, and that isn't much other than to say they're middle of the pack. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're not that far away. And so I'm like, why such a, a resurgence after having the second to worst record in all of baseball? And I yeah. looked at the OPS plus for some of the players on last year's team versus this year. And so I'm just going to kind of quickly run down some of these. 2020, you had Calhoun at 34. Now, granted, he was gun shy after getting hit in the face with a fastball. So... That one's kind of understandable. You had Jeff Mathis at 53, which that's just Jeff Mathis being Jeff Mathis. Mm-hmm. This is funny. Elvis and Odor decided to match each other with a an OPS Plus of 57, but I looked them up for 2021. They match each other again with an OPS Plus of 22. Aye. Yeah, I mean, that's addition by subtraction right there. Just losing those two guys, because cause you replaced them. They both had 57 in 2020. Mm-hmm. Lowe's at 139, and Solak is at 129. I mean, that's all the difference in the world. Awesome. Joey Gallo, he, he underperformed last year. He was at 83. IKF which at 90, which was re- respectable for him, considering the yeah. defense he was putting up at uh mm-hmm. at third base. Uh, then you look at the leaders this year. You've got... Um, He's at 159. Calhoun has jumped back up to 146. Like I said, low at 139. Solak at 129. Gallo at 123. And IKF at 120. So comparing these players to last year's players, the OPS difference, OPS plus, 67.8 for 2020 versus 136. So they have doubled in one year. And that's, that's all the difference. I mean, yeah. they're scoring runs. They're getting guys on base. They're going station to station. Yep. They, they've got power. It's just... This is the kind of baseball you, you can you can watch. I mean, yeah, the, the losses is still sting, but they're just fun. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm back to the point where I might, might not be fully engaged every game. I may have the, the game on in the background and kind of half paying attention to it, but I mean... I don't remember tuning in just a whole lot of games last year. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't do it. It was just so pathetic to watch.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it was was the most uninspired baseball of all time. Yeah. I mean, part of that was because they were playing in an empty stadium, an empty new stadium.
1: That made it more depressing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Man, but yeah. Okay, so I I pull up two. Here's some – this is actually really fun. Um Two two number stats for the team. I'm gonna throw these under the funders. Play the music. There you go. Um, dun, 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 dun. the Rangers this year um, are hold on. Here we go. Let me oh, unsorted. There we go. There we go. The Texas Rangers this year have the second youngest team in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, age. Uh, the average age is 27. Only bested by the Blue Jays at 26.4. Other Interesting. Teams that are that are really close to them are going to be the Indians. They have the same 27 as well as do the Orioles. Uh the Rays are at 27.4, so are the Mariners and then kind of goes out from there. Everybody's um, it's a really tight cluster. The the oldest team in baseball is 31 as at the Giants. Um, but also the Texas Rangers also have the second lowest team age and uh payroll. Rangers are coming in just under $40 million this year. So you look at, I mean, part of the reason why there's enthusiasm is not because this was the year that we were supposed to go to the World Series, it is that this is the year that we find out if Solak is a big lead hitter and that if Calhoun can, can finally stick around for a whole year and if we're going to, you know, re-sign and can commit to Gallo, yada, yada, yada. And, and to be having the success kind of with the eye, the eye test, uh, the heart test, it's fun to watch, uh, and you're doing that with cheap players, with young players, I mean... This has gone as well as I I could have anticipated, better than I could have anticipated, because, you know, now we're looking at okay, we have such little commitments to uh, you know payroll going forward. Uh, Thirty-six yes, million
1: next year. Yeah. Only seven hundred and fifty thousand for the for the following year.
0: <laughs> exactly, and so you know, hopefully we give a lot of that money to Joey Gallo and give him you know his one fifty million and for six, seven, eight years or whatever, and just say. You know, thank you for being the face of our franchise. Please continue to hit dingers. Um, But then after that, you know, you you throw down your number two pick. You know, hopefully we can get one of those pitchers from Vanderbilt is is who I'm pulling for myself. Lighter. Uh, Give me lighter. Yeah, I I think I agree. And, uh, you know, get yourself a a premium free agent. Here, or there, you know, some some more shrewd trades, you know. If our if our minor league players are busting down the door, which we can talk about the minor league season as well, is is off to a good start. Winzel off to a great start. Off to a great start. You know, what do you do with if IKF is a five-win player and Nick Solak is. Uh, Is a legit hitter, you know, legit one twenty, one thirty, one forty, OPS plus guy, and Josh Jung is doing everything that you want to do at third base. Like, what do you do with Davis Wenzel? What do you do with Anderson Tejada? You flip him for, you know, an arm. You flip him for a Dane Dunning or something like that, you know. And you know, obviously, I'm speaking in broad strokes, you know. Of course. But but. I thought the the same thing thing, though. It's the kind of thing where you go darn it i think that we've got ourselves a team and they're young too you know these are guys that you can count on to to not fall apart you know hopefully and uh you know father time is a long way from uh knocking at their door and uh you know we can lock some of these guys up we have the financial flexibility to do that we can wave Mm -hmm. that flag for now um man i really i i mean i haven't been this excited about the rangers since i guess 2017 this time yeah. in 2017, before everything collapsed with that. But that was because that was a team that was supposed to go for it. And then, you know, we got bad Lucroy, we got bad Cole Hamels, and everything kind of just dissolved after that. Um, but this, the Arrow, I feel the same kind of excitement, but it's with a whole different construction. And, I mean, go. I mean, give JD credit, give Chris Young credit, give uh, Woodward a lot of credit. And, uh, it. This I don't know. It's a good time to be a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's another name that uh, you didn't mention. What if Curtis Terry continues to hit? I mean, oh, he's gotten yeah. off to a yeah. scorching hot start. Dude, you you, you get right? right? no room for a first baseman or a DH. That that, that position's already taken, you know? Right. Right. Maybe right. he's and someone you he, could get something for.
0: He's in Round Rock, right?
1: He is. He's yeah, knocking right. on the door. It's not going to take him. Now, I did see... Oh, I don't know if it was AJM... Or maybe tepid, saying that, yeah, but he still needs a, not, a lot more reps in AAA before we need to see him. So, yeah, they're not concerned bringing him up next week, but he could be he could be pressing the issue definitely by the end of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we haven't even talked about the arms yet either. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, we got a lot of uh, really interesting arms. Finally, fi- what was it like six hundred and something days in between minor league games? Yeah, something uh, crazy. You know, we, we finally, because all of what we had been saying, you know, back in like 2018 and 2019, talking about Hans Kraus and Cole Wynn and uh, Yuri Rodriguez and stuff like that, is, well, you know, they're kind of interesting. You know, keep an eye on these guys. They're, they throw hard, they get strikeouts, and scouts love them. There's only this question about blank or their whatever else. And uh, we just need to see how they do once they finally make that jump to double A and even triple A. And we've been on pause. all of those guys at the same time and to finally hit resume and and seeing what they got and and that that first
1: week i i i I, um tweeted at some point i'm like it it feels like being a kid on christmas morning all these minor league stats to look at and they're all just kicking butt and it was just you're like i forgot what i was missing you know
0: Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to go to games both in Frisco and in uh, Round Rock this year.
1: Yes, we need to meet up for a game in Round Rock. I think that'd be a fun, a fun yeah. game. I, I I broke down and got uh, MILB TV okay. and got my first eyes on on uh, was it Dell Stadium, Dell?
0: Uh, yeah, or, I, I believe so.
1: And it looked good, looked looked nice. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad. Definitely need to make Rangers it down are
0: there. back there. Um, I did randomly manage to go to a game in Nashville whenever the Sounds were the affiliate for like two years. That was fun. That was cool. But it's much better that they're here locally, and uh, you know we have the opportunity to go down and see them. And and uh, yeah, I mean th- it's just it's just really cool because like these guys are no longer um, you know hoping to well, they're not only just hope and a prayer. You know, you're you're excited to see guys succeed at tougher levels, but they're also yes. they're they're not just names on a stat sheet. You know, Luis Unhill um, Acuna, Acuna. Is, not mm-hmm. is not just an interesting tagline that you read on FanGraphs. You know, he's a real human being that you can go watch play. <laughs> you know, we can't watch him see watch him in Texas anytime soon, but people out in California, or uh, in. Carolina can, and it, yeah. that you can kind of say the same things about uh, these prospects that are that are showing. Up you know in who you
1: field. can see, Fernery uh, Azuna.
0: Oh yeah,
1: sees it at uh, Frisco, so that's crazy to me. He jumped from the DSL to Frisco, and of course yeah. he's he's twenty five, I think. But uh,
0: I'm, not, I'm not sure.
1: Still, just crazy.
0: Yeah, these I I, I did think that there were some aggressive kind of. Uh, assignments for some of these guys, which like mm-hmm. Bruce Terry, for example, I was really surprised because I think he skipped Double A. Um, I could be yeah, right wrong. Yeah, he did. I think he did. Uh, and so, just kind of like, oh, okay, well, that's that's cool, you know. And, you and did, I don't uh, think uh, Bubba
1: that- Thompson was really deserving of a promotion to Triple A, but there he is. He's in Triple A. I think so. Maybe I I'm think wrong. He's
0: in Frisco. I
1: think he's in.
0: Frisco. Okay, I have to look that one up. But either way, he, he, yeah, he was not forcing the issue of a promotion, but, you know.
1: But he's anyway. hitting, he's hitting now, so.
0: Yeah. Friend of the podcast, of course.
1: Kudos. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, I don't know. Really Speaking
1: think. of friends of the podcast, is it too early yeah. to make a tease?
0: I think so, because I don't think that we, do we have the date nailed down?
1: We have the date nailed down, just not the time. Waiting okay. on the time.
0: Uh, we should maybe let's tease it when we can also have something a little bit more uh, okay uh, more to offer. Maybe maybe like put out a line for a, for Q and A Q&A or something like that.
1: Okay, so yeah, so it, the date is two weeks from today. Yep, we've got someone special that is uh, potentially lined up to join us on the podcast, and we're pretty darn excited about it.
0: Yeah, you're going to want to listen to it, and we're going to really enjoy that conversation in two weeks. Um, with a notable Rangers figure, um, but outside of that, um, I mean, I don't know. I feel good. I, I even I, I forgot completely about uh, San Francisco. <laughs> 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 uh, I guess we can look at what we have coming up next. We have a, a pretty big stretch right against. I think Houston twice and the Yankees once. Is that right?
1: Yeah, you know, and I was I was looking at at the standings and Houston. Their current record is 18-17, mm-hmm. but their run differential is plus 32. I feel okay. like they could be ready to just bust out of the seams. Yeah. I hope it's not against us. Right. But and we'll then, see.
0: Uh, okay. And then – and that's so we're going to Houston next. I think we have tomorrow off. I, that is correct. Okay, cool. So a chance to uh, figure out what we're going to do with Kohei, Kohei um, Arihara's rotation spot which you did say is going to west benjamin right
1: west benjamin will be starting on friday
0: okay great yeah that was that was not fun i guess you know what. we'll save save my uh my stadium review for a later time um because it's still going to be there whenever we record next but yeah seeing i was at the stadium on saturday and seeing kohei just kind of toss the ball in there underhanded and just let the mariners the the feeble hitting mariners uh Tee off was not fun, not fun at all. So uh, that's three starts in a row that he's been dreadful. Um, his velocity was back somewhat to normal, kind of in the lower nineties, which was good. Um, but yeah, he so he's been shut down for a little bit. Probably will be for a, somewhat of a lot of a bit. And uh, good for West Benjamin.
1: Yeah, he's He's earned it. Yep. I, and that's I, I want to see plenty of that giving okay. guys their chance mm-hmm. you look at colby allard you can look at john king you know yep. there's s- several guys that they still deserve their their chance to to see if they can make it
0: yeah yeah definitely i and yeah john king has been great um you know relatively um so I'm, I wasn't mean, great I last that night success. but that's yeah. okay yeah uh colby allard has been looking really good yeah um, which is I mean his K percentage right now is thirty percent. Like what the heck? Wow. <laughs> Th- well,
1: that's insane.
0: Yeah, so um he's missing bats, which is great. I mean he's still just twenty three. So um yeah, a lot of
1: a What do we give thing. up to get him? Uh that was a that was uh, a, uh, a, a raise trade. Yeah, Chris Oh so no that's no, so that was a that was a brave trade.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that seems to be working out pretty good for us. Um, you know, hopefully and, and based off of the way that they're, they're using him, I don't think that they've abandoned him being a starter. Um no. kind of are having him in long relief. So they might stretch him out maybe um maybe in the off season or maybe now. You know, we'll just see how that goes. But
1: I, I could see really some happen. guys that are some guys that are in the tandem situation where you could have it, you know, let's say it's it's faulty and allard they might reduce faultys innings and increase Allard's innings and then they flip-flop at some point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um anyways, uh hopefully the Rangers win these these uh I mean I'm well, captain obvious. Hopefully the Rangers win these difficult games. You know, we have so over the next uh, uh 10 days here, they uh, they play the Astros uh 7 times, the Yankees 4. Um and uh, I guess you know I, I did see somebody. I think it was Levi Weaver that said, "I think that we'll know who these Rangers are on May 24th, and that's <laughs> the off, that's, that's the off day after this stretch of games." So yeah. I, I, I while I won't say that definitively one way or another, but I think that if we go into these series, you know, how many games is that? It's yes, that's four, it's eleven, that's eleven games. So if you know, if they come out here and they go three and eight. I think we go okay. Yeah, we probably don't have any business, you know, thinking that we can, you know, hang with these people. We'll still have a fun season and a productive season, but in terms of wins and losses, it, we're just a cut, a cut below these guys. But if we go out here and go 500 or better, I mean, let's stick around. Let's like let's buckle in. Let's listen to the Rangers rundown and and get all the Rangers stuff you, c- you can get because it's going to be a fun <laughs> summer.
1: Well, win, lose, or rain out, you should always listen to Rangers Rundown.
0: That's true. That's true. But it is more exciting and it is more exciting to talk about whenever that you're winning. I do find it funny, I do find it very funny that we started a podcast right when they started tanking. You know, like unintentionally and then intentionally. But we were like, "Yeah, let's let's do this podcast. It's going to be good. We've been wanting to do this." And then the Rangers have just not even had a winning season since. No, so, <laughs> it'd be it'd be it'd be really cool. I I have been reflecting on this a little bit. Is it would be really cool to to you know document and and kind of commentate you know once or twice a week a really exciting season like that would be really fun to look back on and and kind of oh yeah here it's you know kind of like a time capsule and and that whole thing if it, you. Know, this is what we were saying on July 10th after, you know, Kyle Gibson's perfect game. You know, whatever. You know, that'd be fun. You heard it here first. Uh, July 10th uh, is a game against the A's. There's a Joey Gallo bobblehead that day, so definitely get your tickets now because you're going to get a sweet giveaway and see history. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, we will talk to you probably on Sunday again, I believe, and... Uh And I please beat the Astros. Yes. Go Rangers.
1: Go Rangers.